0: yeah 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 i just going to lower the audio here so you can hear me. Hey, everyone, it's Joe Batant had a little bit of a stroke there. Top of the show. Time for something, a little thing, we call the rumor mail here on uh, RuPaul's Drag Race Recap Patreon edition. As always, joined by um, my second favorite co host, say hello to uh, the one, the only Evan Ayers. Hello, Evan.
1: Hello. I'm you? happy to be second best. I'll take that. Yeah. Uh,
0: How are you?
1: Good afternoon, morning, wherever you are.
0: Yeah, thank you. That's a very good way to intro this show. That's the way, you know, Daniel Brewer used to have a show called um, Dubious Intent that he hosted. Wait, why? This, we're, not on the, we're on the air. No one cares about this. Okay. Hi, I thought we were off the, you know when we do that pre-show stuff? Evan Aries, how are you? We, this is the show where we talk about rumors, tea, speculation, everything having to do with what's to come on RuPaul's Drag Race. Now, usually... Usually we talk about season ten, or in the past we talked about All Stars three. But you know, all the rumors, tea, and speculation—those are done for those shows. That's done, you know. Yeah, it's all. Exciting. Yeah, I come, I come to you at this
1: time, this moment in my life, mm-hmm. on the rumor mill of RuPaul's Drag Race recap, in a weird, weird in between of mix of emotions, yeah. where we are going to be up on what our twenty-first. 22nd week in a row mm-hmm. by the time that season 10 ends mm-hmm. that we've had of Drag Race between All-Stars 3 and season 10.
0: It was a week off, but yeah.
1: Okay, but somewhere around. We're up almost at t- about at 20. Mm-hmm. And so I'm in this weird show fatigue where as much as I love RuPaul's Drag Race, as much as I am so happy that I've had as much of it to consume, I am so ready for a break. Yeah. But I'm also like... In re- getting, being ready for a break and like reading these rumors and reading all this upcoming speculation, it's like, oh my God, it's right around the corner. Like it's it's a very short break. So I'm I'm excited, but I'm exhausted, which is usually how I feel about most things. So I'm great.
0: You know what I was thinking about? Maybe we talked about this on one of the billion shows that we do. But I was thinking and I don't know. And I know you and I discussed this privately, but I don't know if we discussed this on the show. But as mm-hmm. we know, RuPaul's Drag Race fills a very important part of your life. You know, we know the sad story of when you were stuck in Germany, and you watched season seven, and uh, you've since consumed voraciously all the seasons multiple times. You know mm-hmm. quotes. You know who who lip synced whom. You know all these facts. I mean, the show is a big part of your life. Not as big as Jurassic Park, but it's it's a big part of your life. Okay. Yeah. And. When you went to the finale, what did it feel like seeing RuPaul, mother, in person, right there, feet from you, in the same room as you?
1: It was almost it almost felt wrong. I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't get me don't don't get it twisted. I will I will forever and ever and ever and ever gloat at how amazing that experience was. And if I was ever asked to come back, I would already be in line for it if I could. Mm -hmm. Like it was it was so magical and so Surreal to me. I think for anyone to be a fan of the show and just like even have been in like the VIP section or and to have been so close to these queens and had to have literally you know been within arm's reach of Michelle Visage, Michelle Visage and her boobs, like it was unreal. Like, and I think you kind of watched me, kind of for a few minutes when we walked in. I was in this weird, like almost out of body experience because I've never been involved in a, in a television production like that. I've never kind of been on the inside of my TV screen. Mm-hmm. And so, so being at that theater and seeing how everything ran, for me as like a very analytical and a very observant person, I was more fascinated by just like the actual production aspect of it and how things worked and how many members of the staff and how many PAs were there and all that stuff was all kind of taken into account for me of that experience mm-hmm. so that when RuPaul walked out I almost felt like I didn't need to be there like it was it, it's it's not like saying oh when you meet your idol like you should never meet your idol like seeing RuPaul in drag is such a rarity that like it almost bothered me that she looked so real mm-hmm. and that I kept, I kept telling you I kept grabbing your leg and being like that's not a real person like I almost felt if you would have told me that RuPaul was never there it was just a hologram and, like, that was just how it's always been. I would not have, like, I would not have a problem believing you. Mm-hmm. Like, she looks as amazing as she does in person, as she does on screen. And that kind of freaked me out because she is so pretty.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, I don't know if that answered your question. It was amazing seeing her, but I'm still not sure if it makes sense to me.
0: Now, also, it's so late in the night, but one of my favorite moments is when we get to do the, you know, she says, you know, if you can't love yourself, how in the hell you get. And love someone else, and we get to do the amen with her, which you know, yeah. Did, did that did that occur to you then or no? I did. We did it three times too, didn't yeah. we? Because mm-hmm.
1: for each queen, yeah, that was a big thing. Um, what killed me was I liked watching her move. That mm-hmm. was very like I, I got every time she would be like, "All right, let's go," and she like would sashay and be super like you know like cunty and do that like fierce walk. Mm-hmm. That gave me chills. I will say. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it just it yeah that was this thing saying amen. And what else? What else killed me? I just like hearing her like laugh, and just hearing her like be somewhat. Yeah, like, that's good, like
0: during the commercial, not commercial break, but during the breaks and shooting, and she would engage the audience. Was that interesting? You're like this is not stuff that anyone's going to see. Yes, that was really interesting. And honestly, my
1: maybe because this is something that Trixie Mattel always talks about, or it's, it's often a part of her her shtick with with her impersonation of RuPaul. Mm-hmm. But when the camera cuts and raven and delta work run out and there's her assistant who literally has a roll of paper towel like on her arm and she gives her the little mirror like rue literally just sits there stoically says nothing to anyone holds a little mirror up to the sky like a teenager holds a selfie stick and the world is just like revolving around her and everyone's just every little nothing there's no room for a piece of her to be out of place um and that was funny to see kind of like the the behind the scenes that that really is how specific and um much work it takes to create this monster that she calls it. I like okay. seeing that.
0: Okay, now let's take a pause here. What are people commenting on in the chat room right now? Everyone knows who's listening later. We have a chat room that we could we go live with the rumor mill. And right now we have a bunch of people in the chat room and they're talking and th- to be honest with you, most of them they're talking about stupid shit that has nothing to do with what we're talking about. They have a yeah. whole different conversation. But yeah. sometimes Luke, they comment Luke, on what we're saying.
1: Luke Stomman says, Evan grabbing Joe's leg. I'm going to write the first ever RuPaul's Drag Race fan recap fanfic. You don't want that i did grab your leg a lot sorry not though i grabbed your arms a few times a few times excuse me um and i think the conversation right now is in the general turnaround is people talking about uh being sassy and gay as being a trait a lot of people are saying are um who is this yeah j thomas plank says kyle being cute is also a gay trait being sassy yeah, you think you're clever, don't you? Says Ricardo Garcia. I guess we're talking about someone being sassy at some okay,
0: point. Yeah, everyone should know, in the uh, who's listening later that in the chat room there's a there's a lot of regulars in the chat room. Think about it like a mm-hmm. like a bar, like a, like a neighborhood. Mama's, bar.
1: mama's girls.
0: Like, think about it like a neighborhood it's... bar, and oh, um, what would the name of this bar be? What would this bar be?
1: Mm-hmm. Um, oh God, What would the name of this bar be? Barbie no give me a minute and I'll I'll, I'll I'll mill on it oh the mill no the rumor mill It'd just be called the rumor mill
0: uh, okay so uh anyway the point is they have uh, so there's all these regulars and whenever you have a new person who comes in and makes herself known uh it's interesting because they react in a certain way because a lot of people who come in but they don't necessarily talk as much they just want to read the chat room. Yeah, but we have But, this,
1: but people always notice when there's like when there's a new name they don't recognize, or so when I read through it and I like stumble on a name, I'm like, oh, I've never read that one out loud before.
0: Yeah, there's one that's Kyle turns it out is uh, yeah. is is in there. And she's just in there, guns a blazing, impressing people. Don't seem to be liking Kyle turns it out. That's I funny. still Kyle turns it out is so confident that I think Kyle turns it out is a person who's changed his or her name. Uh, that had a different screen name as a regular that's changed her name. That's what I think. Anyway, no one cares about this.
1: It might be Dan.
0: No, because uh, he can type. Anyway, um, <laughs> here's my question to you. Have you been following yes. this is not rumor mill stuff, but have you been following Leslie Jones on Twitter? <gasps>
1: have I? Have I? What have I not been? I'm literally sitting here waiting for her to start season six. Yeah. I refer to that bitch's Twitter feed on the regular. It's so funny. Do you have you been following it?
0: I follow it when it comes up on my Twitter feed, but I don't go back and read every because it seems like she really is filming herself. She, literally, I don't show. know
1: how she has the room on her phone for all these videos. I think she's really trying to get on All Stars Four as a guest judge.
0: I just feel badly because, um, she's you know she's living these seasons for the for the first time, and poor like uh, Roxy Andrews was. She was dragging Roxy and Coco throughout the entire run of this watch and this is like a season that they've both been they both got their gotten their redemption but she hasn't hit that yet and so
1: people i mean people in her comments do not do not let her forget that like they need to watch upcoming seasons and all-stars 2 is the big one because she mm -hmm. has been so hard on roxy Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but i think she knows that a redemption's coming
0: but to be honest with you i think she'll still be hard because the roxy got it too in all-stars Two because she was around too long I think she's going to get it in monsters too, as well. She's
1: going to get it, but she's going to get it. It's not her fault. I think she she redeemed herself in at least uh, taking accountability for her actions and apologizing. Mm-hmm. She never once was like, "I deserve to be at the end here." Like she, I think she knew and felt bad that, that she was an innocent bystander.
0: Okay, so uh, b- b- while I uh, while I talk to the chat room a little bit, why don't you find out what Leslie Jones is? Now Leslie Jones is the, is from Saturday Night Live. She was in Ghostbusters. Uh, what's her Twitter handle? Just so anyone who's listening doesn't know what we're talking about. Go. hang on. So while he looks it up, Leslie Jones over the past week or two has over well two or three weeks ago she announced that she's just kind of discovered RuPaul's Drag Race. So she's been tweeting up RuPaul's Drag. She's like, now a super fan. And over the past couple of weeks or so, she's been live tweeting while she watches season five of RuPaul's Drag Race and commenting. And she's a huge fan of Alyssa, a huge fan of Jinx, but was dragging (laughs) Roxy and Coco. What were her thoughts on, like, Alaska and Detox?
1: Um, I mean, literally, like, it's her entire – I'm pulling – her Twitter handle, excuse me, guys, is at – les dog with three g's so l-e-s-d-o-g-g-g okay um and she started with season four and didn't post all these videos but i'm surprised she hasn't gotten like copyright crap taken on her she may as well have the entire season up on her feed right now it's
0: just so well, many she does clips little clip, but because technically she seems technically one world of wonder doesn't want to piss her off because she's basically promoting their show one True. Two, she's technically not violating the law because you are allowed to pull clips and comment on them, okay? And mm-hmm. as long as you don't do it technically more than 30 seconds, you're good. Oh, true. But it, it, if she's actually talking over it and commenting on it, she's actually technically legally in the clear.
1: Oh, because so- it's not just – it's not a direct, like, replication of the – yeah, in material. other words,
0: the concern would be: Can some are you basically taking this person's work and profiting off their work and p- passing it off as your own? Right. Gotcha. Since she's turning making new content out of it by commenting on it and only doing small segments, she's fine. She, and so, and of course, again, World of Wonder, uh, I am sure loves this. Loves yeah, loves yeah, loves sure
1: loves they must love. Him. She's so and like a lot of the queens are responding and are like are like taking it so well. Like like she gave. um detox a shout out and like they've just been fangirling over her the whole time i'm not seeing a whole lot about her feelings about uh, alaska or um jinx monsoon Mm -hmm. but a lot of her attention has been like like her recapping the lip sync between uh detox i'm not to detox between Alyssa and roxy Mm -hmm. is so funny she's like oh oh she's killing it but Alyssa ain't no punk like she like she just gets so into it and it's so fun to watch well, um, you know what? That's a yeah, really good transition
0: to one of my topics. Actually, if we can her. use that right there is I don't know if you, did you see. Oh, I don't think I was going to talk. I don't have it on my list, but oh, no, no I do. Did you see Willem's post? It might have been actually a reaction to uh, Leslie's um, post that you're talking about on Twitter where Willem said that there was uh, favoritism towards Alyssa in season five. Uh, no, I did not see that. I saw the the
1: tweet that she typed out, like, essentially all these issues that she had with production or her time on season four. But I did not see that tweet.
0: No, that was a tweet recently where she basically said that uh, they That's... had it in the bag for Alyssa It World of Wonder, that they just loved her. So they, they there was favoritism involved with Alyssa. And that she used the case in point, the whip my hair lip sync saying that everyone that she knows who was there said that Roxy clearly won the lip sync and that Alyssa should have gone home that it, cuz it was a double chante correct yes it was and that it it shouldn't have been a double chante that Alyssa I mean that Roxy clearly won the lip sync but that world of wonder wanted to keep Alyssa around and that they loved Alyssa and then you know people started challenging her on uh Twitter on the comments and she was pointing out, well, look, one, you know, she has this show that, you know, Wolder Wonder has a show and they have a lot of investment in her, too. But that but that, that didn't happen until after season five. That, so I don't know if Willem's. I could see Will making that argument about All-Stars 2, which she does. Yes. She yes. says, you know, Will. I mean, Alyssa was allowed to leave two times during All-Stars 2 and hold a production for the VMAs. And that clearly that All-Stars 2 was centered around Alyssa, Adore, and Alaska and she called them the three A's and anyone who doesn't think so is wrong. And what do you think about these charges? And by the way, William says she likes Alyssa that she like that she's a fan, but that let's be honest, world of wonder there was favoritism. I mean,
1: I believe that. And if, if that, if them having favoritism for those Queens that they obviously know are good investments to have on their show for as long as they can, I'm fine with it. Like, I think Willem is clearly, like, the first one to, to say these things because Willem is so problematic and will never be asked back. Like, mm-hmm. you know, as much as he, he's probably easy to to throw crap at them, like, I'm sure he was very difficult to work with at times. And, yeah, it's very obvious that RuPaul alone, RuPaul just RuPaul by himself without the rest of the production, is obsessed with Alyssa.
0: Mm-hmm. Like,
1: make her laugh like it is no, like, that when she did Snatch Game as Joan Crawford,
0: mm-hmm. made
1: no sense. But RuPaul looked like he needed a defibrillator. He was mm-hmm. laughing so hard. And like it's again, it's RuPaul's show. So if he likes them, that's fine. And again, season five and season of All Stars two are are they considered to be two of the best seasons, if not two of the best se- installments of their respective seasons, the best All Star and the best Drag Race season. And so if, if the formula of quote favoritism to keep a queen around that like brings good television, I I'm I would have a hard time fighting that. If if they like, it didn't seem like Alyssa got dragged through the show mm-hmm. like it was very obvious that Roxy was dragged to the end of All Stars 2 yeah but I didn't feel like there was favoritism there you know
0: that's a really good point. so I'm fine with okay yeah. now Evan what is everyone in the chat room saying does anyone in the chat room comment you know what we're talking about does anyone is... in the chat room have any feelings about uh Alyssa's run on um RuPaul's Drag Race Jay Thomas
1: Plank says there was favoritism because she's good television and at the end of the day I agree it's a television show so they have to make good TV.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, let's see. Because, yeah. Yeah, that's all, that's all I got.
0: Yeah. What, what, what are they talking about in the chat room right now? What is the topic? What is the main topic uh, they're all talking about right now?
1: Sir Fetch is here and apparently is at a dick appointment. Sir so Fetch. That's where
0: he's going. Wait, what? Sir Fetch? I want Sir Fetch to come on the show. Okay, then you know what? I don't want to hear from Sir Fetch anymore about, like, she wants to come on the show. She's canceled. Go okay. on.
1: NatPat 90 says, I think Willem just talks shit. Hondo P, I agree with that completely. Mm-hmm. Willem just talks shit because she knows she can, and it makes her edgy. So, And Aiden Dean says, Sir Fetch can't come on.
0: Why can't, Why does Aiden Dean say Sir Fetch can't come on? I don't know.
1: Oh. Um, so that's my thoughts on the AAA favoritism.
0: Okay. What now? What do you have going on? in... well, we'll, we'll do yours in the whole segment. Let me just do all mine. Everyone should know yeah. what I'm covering is. I'm covering all the drama that's occurred among the queens in the past week. I know this. We don't usually do this. This might have to become a new feature of the rumor mill because it seems often there's more drama than rumors, especially at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things I want to talk about. It's not a big. It's this is so tepid drama here. But Jinx Monsoon made a vague tweet. Uh, talking about how she doesn't like... Um, she's opposed to any sort of, like, slut-shaming, and, and I guess she had revealed some fetish she had. I'm going to tell you what it is in a second. And I want your thoughts on these fetishes, Evan, and also your idea of slut-shaming. And, and Jinx was just a little hard-pressed. She felt she was being slut-shamed. So okay. the, what she's talking about directly, but we've learned about Jinx having two fetishes, and so we'll t- discuss both, but let's discuss this one first, is... She has a foot fetish, okay. Mm -hmm. Now, a lot of the comments in the chat room were like, "A foot fetish? That's like such a not a big deal." She's acting like she had like this really crazy fetish, and it was a foot fetish. And a lot of people have a foot fetish. What are your thoughts on having a foot fetish, Evan? Do you have a foot fetish? Do you know people who do have a foot fetish? Give me your thoughts on that. And do you think? And what do you think about the the slut shaming aspect as well? Um,
1: well, slut shaming is—I don't think slut shaming is very cool, but I guess it's. There's I think it's the way that you present the said slutism, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. But I think more I can more directly speak to the foot thing. Um, I don't have a foot fetish. I've dated people with foot fetishes and it didn't bother me. Mm-hmm. Like when I'm with someone, like if as long as it doesn't make me uncomfortable, like if I know that like you're into it and it's like gonna get you riled up, I'm more into like you getting riled up. So I like that doesn't it didn't bother me as much.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's not like my particular cup of tea.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But I certainly know people who are very open about their foot fetishes. And I don't think by any means that's like the most I am pro, I am pro- fetish. I am pro you, you know, as long as you're not hurting anybody. And as long as if you are hurting them, like as long as they're into it, too, like, fuck it. Do what you want. What about was, you? Do you have a feet thing?
0: I actually no. I have the opposite. I have a foot. I'm, oh, that's, that's
1: right. Th- you are afraid of, of feet. I'm repulsed by feet. Dan is also repulsed by feet, Like, yeah. repulsed.
0: Like, I find them repulsive. Like, and actually, if I'm watching a really amazing porn, and then they start going to foot fetish stuff, ugh. Mm-hmm. There's an amazing series of porns. This is hot. I don't actually usually like this porn series called, um, what the name of this fucking... It's a porn oh. series where there's, like, this mildly chubby Latino guy with a thick accent who, like, blows straight guys. Oh, Beefcake Hunter. Beefcake okay. Hunter, right? Most of them are stupid. Most of them are ugly. But he has this one with this like Italian guy, like straight Goomba, straight up Goomba Italian, right? Like from Mario Goomba?
1: Sorry. No,
0: no. It's a dumb joke. But I know Aiden laughed because it like, reminds him of Smash Brothers or something.
1: But <laughs> That's our part of Smash Brothers.
0: Yeah. But no, just like a straight up like Jersey Shore. Like gold chain
1: oh those are so hot though oh and this
0: one is fucking gorgeous gorgeous he is that straight guy that straight italian that you just oh dude it's an Let's amazing
1: the gray shirt with the black hat
0: i don't think i've ever seen him in clothes oh, i'll send well, it to have... you i'll send it to you when we're done okay. so anyway uh sends me the
1: best porn it's yeah. really funny
0: and uh he has a series of three that you can find there's like a, basically a preview that you can find everywhere, and the five minute preview will totally get you off, all right. But it's hard to find the full videos. The guy made like three of them with Beefcake Hunter, and there's one that's amazing. But I I struggle with it because as amazing as it is, there's a part where the dude like sucks on his toes, and I'm just like ugh, and I just have to like uh. forward past that. I just I'm totally repulsed by see, that part. See,
1: but see the thing is like. I think the idea of it is that like it's like if you're into it, like it can emulate like like the, the feeling of like what if it's like to have something else sucked on or like the the stimulation of a different body part. And there are times where like I, I could see it being kinda hot. Um no. again, it's just it's all about situation and like it's I think if you're with someone, like you should be open to stuff. But mm-hmm.
0: like, now we also did learn, let's let's test this out here. We um, did learn also that Jinx has a furry fetish. What does that mean? Like, uh, explain that one. Like, you don't know what a furry is? Like, like the people who are, like the tails and stuff? No, they, they all, tails. They also dress up as like they, they get they get really into it, like getting like costumes and everything like that. Yeah.
1: Oh, that's fun. Like, I'm not. I mean, again, I I've, I can't say that I've like done that, mm-hmm. but again, like, I don't think that's that weird.
0: Okay, so I'm gonna. Okay, before we get into this. Let's go to yeah. you, and then we'll go to me, and then we'll go to the chat room. So a chat room, start thinking about this. Start writing this in here. Do you – so this question is both to you, Evan, and to the chat room. Do Do you have any particular fetishes that you want to share? Mm. Mm. I don't know if I want to share. Really? Well, that's why people love me more than they love you. Um, I'll, I'll think. You know, I'll, you, know, I'll, you know, okay. I'll share. Okay. Um.
1: I – have like re- like I used to date someone who was really into water sports, and that was really fun.
0: Yeah, that's that's one of my fetishes. Yeah, that was really fun. Same thing happened like to a, me. It's like a
1: weird thing where it's like it's like such a disaster. Like like there's never like a fun way to approach it. But and oh. by fun, I mean like there's got to be a mess in some way. Oh. And like I think that's part of the fun of it.
0: Oh, totally I fun just, part of it. And I like,
1: I'm, I will say I'm into just like really like like dirty things like like people like 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 getting off like like. Like under your clothes, I mm-hmm. just having to deal with it. Like I was like, that was oh, a fun thing. That, that can... was like in that was like in that realm of like same thing. But it was it was not like every time. Mm-hmm. But like when we were into it, we were fucking into it, and it was so hot and so fun.
0: Yeah. So I dated this guy. He was a total Republican. Actually, he was gay, openly gay. So it wasn't like a repressed homosexual. But he was totally Republican, right? And he was the first violinist in a major orchestra. So I'm not gonna say. What orchestra? But he was the first violin. And he and he did movies and shit like that, right? Like he was always like. Okay. Actually, I would say most of his money that he made was like being on, like playing the violin on uh, movie scores. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm sure he's on Jura- one of the Jurassic Parks. Like he did the big ones, right? Mm-hmm. And um, he, we dated for like a hot minute. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, Boy, was it a hot minute! I know, seriously. And one time we were hooking up, and then I remember when we were like before we hooked up and we were just hanging out. He like kept like asking if I wanted a beer. He wanted me to drink as much beer as possible. I was like, whatever, sure. And then he waited I was you know we were just making out and, he, and said, oh, hold on, I gotta go to the bathroom. And he was like, that's when he made his move, and he was like, actually. <laughs> since Uh, we're here (laughs) yeah uh can we go to your shower like and he told me that he was and he goes i hope you don't judge me i go i don't give a shit right so we went to the shower and he dude i just fucking showered him golden showers literally he got on his knees and he wanted me like to piss in his hair piss in everything right and look that's it's not my particular thing but it was so hot watching him get off to it. That's what I'm saying. It yeah. doesn't
1: have to always be what you're into. But, like, if you're into – if you like watching the person that you're with, like, get into it, that to me is, like – that's what the that's what the fun of intercourse but is. But
0: the, the like. one that was really hot – now I know, right? Now I know that he's into this. Yeah. The the hottest one we ever did, actually – we only did it one time and I would have done it again – was we drank a lot of beer. Now, we planned this. This was totally planned. This is not impromptu, right? Uh-huh. And he was really into... He had, like, plastic that he laid on the floor and shit like that, right? Oh, so she's prepared. Yeah, she's prepared. So he gets the plastic, and then we just drank a ton, right? And then we just started, like, making out in our clothes, right? Everything clothes is important, right?
1: Oh, I know where this is going, girl.
0: (laughs) We're making out, grinding against each other, but we knew, like, we peed our pants and shit like that as we were making out. And there was something, I'm not going to lie incredibly hot, like, feeling, like, the hot piss as he was peeing. Oh, my God. It was so fucking hot. Now, granted, it was a little less hot when it got cold. The piece, you know, that's less hot. But then you just take your clothes off, you know? And then we went to the shower and washed off and continued the sex. But that was, yes, that was a good one. Now, the other one I will say is, so... I mildly struggle with the furry thing. I don't totally get it. I watched a documentary about it actually once. But I will say, and so it doesn't have to be furry, I kind of get the aspect of the furry. of I would never dress with one, but I kind of get the aspect of hooking up with a a person and they're wearing something. It's like a furry costume. Think about that. Forget the head part, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And that you feel their body underneath that. Does that make sense? So, yeah, like, totally. imagine a character, and you feel like they have like this costume on, but then underneath, you sort of feel like think of, like a Halloween costume, their body underneath that. There's something kind of hot about that. I don't know if that makes any sense. It's more of a tactile so, sensation. It it does, and for
1: me, like I'm the opposite. Like I get, I'm more into like there being like almost nothing there, but still something. Mm-hmm. Like, like a guy in a jockstrap, or like. Like even like a really, like really dainty like mesh or like like a thin almost like a thong is like so odd because like mm-hmm. it's almost all of them but not really mm-hmm. that makes any sense so I could see like the the other end of the spectrum the sensation of like there being so much there that you have to like feel and work through but it's still there
0: yeah I
1: get that yeah no but is that slut shaving? absolutely not
0: no so let me so let's go to the chat room now is anybody sharing in the chat room their particular fetishes Evan
1: okay I just have to first of all commend Johnny Porter for my favorite comment of the night. My fetish is when a man will text me back the next day. Hot. Bitch, I live for you. Um, uh, Brendan Vitek says I have a cowboy fetish. Um, Interesting. That can be hot. Like, Mm -hmm. I could see I mean, I I guess it would depend what kind of cowboys I think it approaches
0: sort of like the furry territory because there's a tactic like they're wearing leather, maybe they're wearing chaps. Like, there's there's like a weird sensation with the different materials. I could see that. Yeah. Um, Someone brought up fisting. Um, Which I, you know,
1: I personally, as someone who is not exactly um, a bottom, Mm -hmm. the idea of that going up inside me is like truly terrifying. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And so I would have, I've never done it, but I would have to absolutely know 100% that this person that I was doing it with has done it before and wants to do it because I don't know what I would do with myself if I ended up like actually harming someone because of my fist being inside them. Like that's, I just think that's a lot to take on, you know, for them, like a responsibility for you, the the fisty, if you will, or the fister. Um, it just kind of, that's a lot to consider. So I don't know how I feel about that one. Again, not judging if you're into it hot. I know people who are really into it and love it. And like, that's the only way they really get off, but that's, I'd have to, I'd have to really, really be sure about that one before I, Proceeded with said fist oh what are your thoughts on that joe um
0: <laughs> it's, it, it's 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 six it's uh, no i'm know. more commenting about how you can't finish a thought like it's like it I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna do this i'm gonna answer your question i'm gonna do it the way you answer the question i know what you I, want I, you, I, I say I, i'm i'm reading through the chat room and i'm no no, no 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 i understand but i'm gonna i'm gonna answer your question right now you just asked me i'm gonna answer it the way you answer it. ready um okay actually it's weird i'm gonna strangely disagree with you kind of is I don't think I could ever... Well, I could probably fist somebody. I would definitely never be fisted, right? Um, strangely, watching someone get fisted in porn is very hot to me. Uh, but, I'm, of course, I'm removed several times from it. But um, if someone asks me to fist them, I don't know. They're, I, I'm not saying no. There just have to be a conversation. So what I'm saying is... Makes sense to me. What I'm saying is... I like seeing it in porn, but I don't know if I would do it in real life because, you know, it's just one thing to do it, see it in a porn because you're like removed once. But to see them do it, like to, to, if someone asked me to do it to them, I don't know. We'd have to talk about it. There have to be some ground rules, find out if they've done it before, because there's the thing. I don't mind seeing it in porn. Love it in porn. Just the idea that somebody you know that the bottom is so affected and you can tell, usually when a fisting porn the bottom is just it's really intense you can tell for the person they love it so that it whenever you watch a fisting porn the bottom never hates it right and the top all is- right,
1: I, you get it. you're an asshole all right thank you appreciate that Joe did that feel good
0: well no because I don't interrupt you and say asshole I just literally wait for you I go there's there's no way he's going to keep saying the same thought over and over again there's no way and now this is where you go the other side and you get super in your head. and like, well, I'm just No, not gonna
1: go. I'm not gonna, I'm not in my head. I'm just ready to talk about the next thing. I don't okay. want to hear about fisting anymore. I've been mentally fisted as it is. But I'm removed from it, so it's fine.
0: What's going on? What else? Anything else in the chat room? Don't ignore people. Mm,
1: see, I, I turn it down so I can follow along. Um, oops. No, people are just talking about fisting.
0: <laughs> As Ricardo,
1: Ricardo Garcia says, "Oh my God, I watched a video with the shoulder thing. I don't know what that is. I don't know what the shoulder thing is." Kyle, oh. Kyle turns out says, "Jesus, take the wheel, girl. Jesus has not have has no horse in this race here." Uh, uh, Aiden Aiden wants to talk about fisting more.
0: Well, you ask Joe. What do you What do you want to learn? I'm not going to. I'm not going to. Uh, co- I'm not going com- com- to comment says, on that. Me, I'm not gonna comment on that, but Aiden knows what I'm talking about. All right. Um racism and drag race is next here on my topic. And there was a big thread because was who's was it Monet or was it Bob? I can't remember. Posted uh, I think it was Monet. I could be wrong though. Correct me, Evan. Oh, you know, I can look actually. I can I can double check. I actually kept the um RPDR drama thread up, so I'm going to go look, but it was, I think, I believe that it was Monet Exchange, um, who pointed out that, uh, basically, uh, the White Queens, I'm having trouble finding the actual thread here, but someone, oh, no, wait, I did find it here, Asia Hair, nope, nope, never mind, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to find it, is that, um, there are a lot of very successful queens on the show, but that the only queens that have over a million followers are all white. Okay? Yeah,
1: except RuPaul.
0: Except for RuPaul. That only the white queens have over a million followers. Yet there's these very accomplished queens, very successful queens that they, were, that they were successful on the show. They were popular on the show. They may have even won. And they don't have over a million followers. And, and, and if it was Monet or Bob, do you remember who it is? Do you know who it is, Evan? That have a million followers? No, no, no. Who made this tweet? Um, um, I believe it was Bob the Drag Queen, actually. Oh, okay. So Bob the Drag Queen points it out. It is Bob the Drag Queen. You're right. And it's one of these things where it started a weird conversation. And, and actually, the more interesting conversation was not on the, the big level of the tweet. Because we've known this for a while. But more yeah. inside where people started saying – they, and, and, and I think it was actually Peaches Christ who made the best points that I was reading, which were that a lot of the comments seemed to be trying to prove an obvious provable fact wrong or trying to explain it away or trying to minimize it. Yeah. And Peaches Crash was pointing out that Bob is not faulting RuPaul's Drag Race. That RuPaul's Drag Race has been an amazing platform for queens of different, of all colors of the spectrum to showcase their talent. So that RuPaul's Drag Race has actually done an amazing job of that. But what does it say about the fandom? It's the fandom. It's not anything that RuPaul's Drag Race is doing. Absolutely. The fandom that they just. You know, hold up white queens and 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 put them on this pedestal. And I wanted to get your thoughts on this, Evan Ayers. I think this is nothing, nothing new. And it's
1: again, it's not a drag race issue. It is. It's absolutely a fandom issue because there are queens like Peppermint who went to the final two of season nine. Who have, have four hundred thousand followers?
0: Peppermint only has four hundred thousand followers. Some
1: it's. I just looked at it. Oh, it's four hundred. Or I'm sorry. Wait. Peppermint has. Um. Let's see. Wait. I sorry. feel you have to go on Instagram.
0: Do Instagram.
1: Insta- yeah, in- Instagram, On Instagram, Peppermint has 403,000 followers.
0: Holy shit. Okay, don't even... Uh, Sasha, go, Sasha don't, Blair has uh, one... Okay, that, on. those are obvious ones. The white obvious winners are going to be to put up. I'm going to name a rando person who should have fewer followers than Peppermint. Okay. I'm being honest. How many followers does Blair St. Clair have on Instagram? Oddly, uh,
1: oddly the exact same number, 404,000. that
0: 000. is ridiculous. Yes. That is ridiculous. It is, it is maddening. Give me another one. Be, okay. How about... Pheromone. Pheromone. Perfect example. Yes. Did not do very well. Everyone has seven hundred and forty-four thousand followers. That one's a little trickier, and I'll tell you why it's not as fair. She was famous on Instagram before. She was famous on Instagram before, and that's why Blair was a good one because Blair was unknown. I always talked about this in the show when, yes. I, I, you know, I had tea that told me Blair was on the show before anybody knew. I was like one outside of the production. I was <gasps> like,
1: What? Sorry, just I have, I have a number for you next. You knew about you knew about Blair.
0: Yeah. So I remember going to her Twitter and her Instagram. And they were tiny, like literally. I'm not even being funny because this is gonna sound like hyperbole. On Twitter, she literally had 80 followers. Wow, 80. And I remember thinking like, oh, this bitch is gonna blow up, right? Yeah. And but I didn't think that the way she was, just that you know, just by being on the show, she would just blow up, you know. And on Instagram, it was more, but it was like 2,000 or something like that, or 1,500. Now the fact that Peppermint, who was around forever before Blair, went very far—you know—was yeah in the top two, and she has four hundred. She has the same number. Girl, 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 girl. Guess how many Kennedy Davenport has? Well, that's going to be low. I'm going to say 150,000. She has 213. That's ridiculous. She's been on two seasons. Finalist in All Stars
1: three, made top four of season seven. That is. I mean, again, just it's it's not a it's not a drag race it's not a drag racing. It's the fans of drag race. Okay, let me ask you a different
0: question because this is a person who she makes incredible content. Didn't go very far in the show, so I'll give her that. She didn't go very far in the show, but she's become more famous after the show. Uh, Jasmine Masters.
1: Uh, Jasmine is at one seventy nine.
0: Okay, that makes sense. But that's but that's what's crazy. Jason Masters makes incredible content, and she's iconic. And people people like.
1: I mean, I guess the question, the question really is, does not following a queen mean that you don't like them? And I think that's a whole different thing because I don't follow every RuPaul's Drag Race queen. I mean, I'll be very honest with you. A, a, a big part of people's um, social media like presence or like a big thing, with, especially with young people, is. They're concerned about their ratio of followers versus who they follow, or you know what I mean. Like keeping yeah. that, you always want to you always want to be followed by more people than who you follow.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So you may not be compelled to like to follow every single queen, but in that statement, there is loads of like inherent racism, you know. So like, why would you be more compelled to follow someone like Pearl versus someone like Jasmine, who you are obsessed with Jasmine, mm-hmm. but you don't think that she's worth she's worth giving that follow to you know but
0: that's what every and this is why jasmine's a good example to use and pearl's a good example to use is this would come up in the comments is okay let's say you just say i just like their social media more and there's certain people like aquaria is actually a good example or miss fame where there's a kimchi are okay. serve how many does kimchi have that's a perfect example how many does kimchi have uh i
1: think kim actually just broke a million but she may kim is at 1.4 million Okay, that's fair, but yeah, the Kim, point because Kim is doubted as like a massive makeup artist on Instagram. Well, so also that makes she sense. she was
0: she was Instagram famous before the show. Yeah. So, but when you look at someone like Kim and Aquaria, and actually, this makes sense. Is yeah, Aquaria also happens to be a thin. How many does Aquaria have right now? That's
1: a good uh, question.
0: Um, four million. You're kidding. No, seven hundred twenty-seven thousand. Okay, but Aquaria is thin and white and very cute, but she also serves looks. Right. Yep. I can get it if you serve looks, but what they've talked about are people like Alyssa or um there's a couple other white queens who have a ton of followers, but they actually just have and Katya I think is another one. They kind of have boring social media profiles. Yeah. And that's yeah, not to say like Katya is like
1: so not present on her Instagram and she has one point two mil.
0: Yeah. So what does that say? I mean – because then you could make the argument, well, they just bring looks that I really like. But Katya doesn't do anything. I think Alyssa doesn't really do that much either. Uh, I don't know what Pearl exactly. does in hers, you know? Yeah. Um, but anyway, so what's, what's the discussion about this in the chat room, Evanairs? Uh I've not been reading because I've been looking at people's Instagram. So let's see. Um... Well, you look at that. I want to say I am – I have never wanted pizza so badly as I do right now. Oh, don't say that to me. bro. I have –
1: if, I, blessing from God. For some reason, i over the weekend, I developed these like stress ulcers in my mouth. My mouth is raw, bitch. I cannot eat a goddamn. I had ice cream today. That was it. So you eat that pizza for me because I want it so badly. What kind of pizza would you get? Talk me through it. ASMR.
0: I'm pretty basic. It'd be, pe- it'd be pepperoni and pepperoni and sausage. That's, That's it. Perfect.
1: Yeah. Uh, let me get away from the fisting talk. uh People are just agreeing with us that they're very surprised that Peppermint doesn't have more. Peppermint's working so hard with her trans activism, says Jay Darling. But yeah, you'd be surprised she's on Broadway.
0: Like you would think she'd be more more popular. How many does Todrick Hall have? Um <coughs> excuse me, I'm sorry. I'm not expecting as many because he's not uh, a a queen on the show. One point one million. That makes sense, but she's touring and stuff like that. She has her I she and she was also YouTube do very well. Yeah, she was also a YouTube star before she was on Drag Race, correct? Yeah. So, uh, okay, so that's actually all the tea I have from the subreddit side, from the RPR drama. Evan, now you were responsible for getting... uh, Now, you were going to decide whether you were going to do All-Stars 4 Season 11 tea. Which did you decide, Evan?
1: I have gone with recency bias, and I am going to discuss some light tea on All-Stars 4. Okay,
0: and what did we learn?
1: So, what we have learned, for those of you who are not aware or have not been listening, um, it is... Pretty much confirmed that all-stars season four will begin very shortly and actually part of the tea that was uh discovered today mm-hmm. is that jasmine masters actually alleges that filming either begins today or began yesterday mm-hmm. so or like begins today or starts tomorrow excuse me mm-hmm. so the cast is pretty much locked in and for those of you guys who are new to the whole nancy Drewing thing what the way a lot of times people will will try to figure out who's on these casts is they'll look at their touring schedules knowing that there's about a three week period coming up that the show is going to be filming. And the cast has kind of gone back and forth with these like rumors, but we have confirmed or very, nothing is absolutely confirmed. Let me make that very clear. But there are a few Queens that are three or four that are absolutely confirmed that will start with that. And by confirmed, I mean their touring schedules are blank. They have nothing coming up. They have either backed out of events or backed out of dates and, these, this is a busy time of year for them, so they would be touring otherwise. And so these queens that are pretty much very highly expected to be on the show are Trinity Taylor, Naomi Smalls, and Valentina. And then rounding that out is also Monique – or, excuse me, Monet Exchange. So of those four queens, um, Monique – I mean, Monique, I'm so sorry. I get them confused all the time. Monet Exchange has postponed all of our U.K. tour dates – and is not appearing in this Black Girl Magic in Detroit, mm-hmm. and that she was scheduled for something that Shea Coulee actually replaced her with. So Shea Coulee is out of All Stars, and Monet Monet Exchange is in.
0: Now, wasn't it also basically confirmed that Latrice Royale is also on this? Yeah, well, yeah. Let's get to
1: that. So Latrice Royale has been brought back, and it was actually spilled at a Roscoe's of ev- excuse me a Roscoe's event last week
0: mm-hmm.
1: by Roxy Andrews that they actually asked. A lot of they. RuPaul is inviting one team from All Stars One back for a second chance, and that team is Manila Luzon and Latrice Royale. And Latrice Royale was also actually pretty much confirmed. So there's less evidence for Manila, but that one is definitely up there.
0: That's interesting because that would make sense. Because I would say of all the of all the teams. On oh, the show, damn, that was the one you're like, oh, I can't believe they went home as early as they did. Can we see. The teams were Pandora and Mimi. You're like, okay, they're done, right? Yes. Tammy and Nina Flowers. Even though I think people would love to see Nina Flowers again because she kind of got done dirty, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, I think she did, but she was like probably kind of over it.
0: Yeah. Nina Flowers maybe. I wouldn't be surprised if we see her in a future All-Stars. Uh, and then you had um, Latrilla. hmm you had Yara-Lexis, but I feel like, do we need to see Yara and Alexis again? You know what, Yara-Lexis,
1: Yara if, if the argument is that the the team went home too soon, Yara and Alexis were at the the latest half of the season. There was only six episodes, but they made it halfway through. I wouldn't say they went home well, too I thought,
0: soon. I thought Yara-Lexis went all the way to the end, didn't they?
1: They were the last team to be eliminated.
0: Yeah. and then, They were, they were and the then final went, six, yeah. And then it was, uh, uh, what what they call Chad and Chanel? Chad. Oh, Shad. Team Shad. Yeah. Um, Chanel, we don't need to see her again. She's yeah. done, right? Um, but Latrilla, Latrice Royale, Manila Luzon for sure. For sure. A would chance. be
1: rumored to come back, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts? Because people have been always wanting this justice for Angina. And they feel Angina should be on. Do you think that's deserve it? Oh, you didn't watch season one, so you don't know. I didn't, but I am very team bring Angina back. First, um, because I, I've...
1: She like seeing her for me would be what I would imagine people who didn't know anything about Tatiana mm-hmm. like I know that she's beloved. We saw her at the finale. Like she's uh, seems to be very, very, very much like desired to come back. I think she should because she also brought one of Ru his first like big moments of the show coming out with HIV. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see her back, but I hate to be the one to break it to you. But it is pretty much confirmed per Reddit that Angina is not on All Stars form. She has a packed booking schedule throughout the summer, um, and unless she cancels like in the last minute, it is not expected that she will be on this season.
0: Why do you think they haven't had Jasmine Masters on?
1: Apparently uh, – are you reading my, no. my notes? Jasmine Masters has also confirmed to not be on, but she has not been asked – she has said that she would do it, and she would be very open to it, but she has not been asked by production, which I think is stupid.
0: Yeah, it's very stupid. No, there were that's, rumors that Mariah Balenciaga bullshit. might be on, but it looks like she's not on either. Who? Mariah Balenciaga?
1: Uh, okay, so Mariah Balenciaga is also on this list, but she is on the list of – she's apparently – so on the tea with Angina is that Angina was actually supposed to be on All-Stars 3,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and something happened very last minute. I don't know if it was – I don't know if Aja took her spot – but or if there was some casting reshift where she was essentially she was told that she be was being considered and essentially should get ready to be on the show. But the last minute she was kicked out. Mm-hmm. Um, and Mariah Balenciaga is apparently kind of in that weird purgatory now where a lot of people think that she is on it. She's apparently been prepped. It's been noted on social media that queens have been sending her stuff that she's been asking for. So people think that she's on it, but. I would not be surprised if we don't see her on this season.
0: And then no Darian Lake. Don't you think Darian Lake deserves another shot? Too? I would
1: love Darian Lake. That's honestly, you didn't ask me this question, but I'm going to tell you my answer. I want Darian Lake back more than any queen that's ever been on Drag Race. Interesting. I am so obsessed with her. I would, I just thought she was such a bitch and is the best reader. And she's so fucking shady. It's a, Fierce fucking lip singer. I would just... I, I wish... If anyone from where I was ever going to listen to this, fucking please put that bitch back on the show. I would love it so much. That's my thought on that. Um, Who else? I said Valentina, right? Mm, yeah. And the exciting one from a recent season, and the recent season person, which may be the reason we don't see Mariah Balenciaga, is that Monique Hart has also postponed her UK tour date, is not appearing at the Black Girl Magic in Detroit, um and has not advertised any upcoming tour dates and has posted on social media recently uh in a kind of a panic requesting for someone to help make her a garment Mm -hmm. a lot of a lot of times the way that they find out about these things they'll look at their social media and they'll see people like looking for a designer last minute Mm -hmm. it's usually because they need someone to make them a garment for drag race
0: interesting so
1: we might be seeing monique and uh, monet exchange from season 10 of drag race on this season
0: uh, any other rumor, speculation, and tea from the All Stars Four World Evanairs? Yes.
1: Um, so the rumor with the layout is that the the structure of the of the competition will there'll be no teams, but the way it will work is the first half of the competition will honor the lip for your legacy, and they'll allow themselves to eliminate each other, and then at the second half of the competition, mm-hmm. um, they will transfer over to a lip for your life. So as the stakes get higher, I think that they'll expect the queens to amplify it even more and they'll actually begin to lip sync for their lives. What are your thoughts on that, Joe? As someone who I, I, I like it because I am kind of over the lip sync for your legacy, but I like the drama that it brings of the queens eliminating each other. But this to me sounds like a good and happy medium of both.
0: You see, this is I, I, I think I fall in a different camp of uh, here. Which is, I don't hate the lip sync for your legacy, okay? Okay? I feel any problems with the lip sync for your legacy are not the fault of the queens, where a lot of the blame goes, but a lot of the fault of production is that they fuss too much with it. Does that make sense? Or they use it. But if they actually let the girls work shit out, it could be really good. But I think that they tried too hard to... Um fuck with it. So if, if if they can't so what I would say is if they can't fuck with it, what I would probably recommend is sort of a hybrid where you let the queens choose the bottom two. Let the queens okay. And then oh, then they do a okay, lipstick okay. for your legacy.
1: Okay. See, so you, I could be into it's like, so, like, essentially, it's like a tribal council and, where you know, yeah. the queens all vote. Like, there's yeah. a vote every week.
0: Yeah. I'm sorry, not lip sync okay. for, for your life. So that's still lip for your life, and so RuPaul still has the the power to control who stays and who goes, but that the girls the girls select the bottom two, so or maybe the winner selects the bottom two or something like that, right? Yeah. Um, and or you know what you could do is. You could have a, a hybrid where, like, there's a jury that selects one person for the bottom two, and then the winner gets to select the other person for the bottom two.
1: Oh, okay. Okay. And... So so- Go ahead. I'm just thinking, like, I wonder how... I'm thinking how this would vary. Like, would you get the same result? Because, essentially, the production still has as much control as as the lip sync for your legacy as it is now. Because they control who is... RuPaul picks who's in the bottom up for elimination, and he picks who is in the top to decide who is eliminated. Yeah. And he, and he can still pick who wins based on what lip syncs they pick. So I feel like... I mean, I, I actually... I really like these ideas you're bringing, but I'm just wondering, like, if... Does it... how The the, the chance for the same result to come from just different but it ways of It is the same result. Fixing, if they put, if yeah. they
0: put two people up, uh, then... Uh, if they put two people up, then they still get to choose who goes home. RuPaul still. So in other words, the problem was is that the girls were choosing who went home. But if they if they so if they put in two people, two competitors. I guess the one. But then, oh sorry, I, it's it's fun. I'm trying to think this out here. I'd have to sit there and think of all the different permutations. But basically, a version of that. Basically, a version of that. I'm also, and I, you know, not to tip my hand here. I think I think you can actually go on Reddit to the I think on if you go to Reddit if you look up our username Drag Race Recap I think I wrote at length about this where I had a bunch of ideas for All Stars two this came after All Stars two and I had a bunch of ideas of how to uh, make the show better Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's specific to All Stars but I do remember having that there should be a um, uh, there should be a title of Queen of Snakes. Does that make sense? It's well, this was after, like, this was after season okay. nine, where okay. season nine was a very kumbaya uh, season. And so I was like, the way you would change that is you have a title called Queen of Snakes. It's also a $5,000 prize, which might encourage girls to be cuntier. But now, uh, the other that I'm no. in the minority here in that I know a lot of people did not like the Vixen, didn't like the show when the Vixen was on and thought it was better when she was off. I loved the show when the vixen was on, and I may not may, may or may not have liked the vixen, but I thought the show was great television. I I seem to be on the opposite side of that. I thought
1: it kind of tiered into just like typical reality show. Mm-hmm. I do like this this queen of snakes thing because you could argue that on All Stars three, that title would go to Shangela because even if she wasn't a snake, she was clearly playing the game.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, and like
1: so, if, if anything, if it was an if it would encourage the queens. To be strategic and to kind of have that like cutthroat or manipulative, you know, approach to discussions, that to me makes good television. So I could see that less so encouraging the queens just to be like confrontational and nasty, which I thought the Vixen was.
0: One of the things that I wanted to do for like the, for the regular season, that I thought would be really interesting, was for the first like you know remember there was season six, um, that the split um yes season so bring that back i'm a big fan of that format i loved that
1: yes but Teams also split.
0: but also that you don't let them use their drag names they come in only as their boy names right they're forbidden from using their drag names and that's sort of the reward for making it past that split season is then they get in a later episode they get to use their drag names because then what it does Is you have the certain queens like a Magnolia Crawford who only want to be there for the little bit of internet fame. So now what you're you're playing for is, oh, like I'll just leave here still an unknown if you don't step your pussy up in the first two episodes. You know? I
1: think that's, that sounds even, I mean, I, I like that, but I think in that same regard, like, the chance of someone being in them really wanting to make an impact and not being able to as a result would even seem sadder than
0: – ah, Yeah, I like that pop. you said. You, you have to look up – I don't know if you have read it open or not. I, it was a whole list that I did. If you looked up the username Drag Race Recap and yeah. there are some people who hated – there was a whole list of ideas. And some people really loved some of them. I'm just trying to remember all of them. And some people really hated some of them. I think people hated the one I just told you. Um, I don't like. I don't like that one, yeah. Yeah, I like I like it because it raises the stakes. It's like right now there's a scene. Again, this was all based on like season nine, and season nine was very kumbaya. And I felt people were just like, Oh happy to be here. Just I'm on the show," and you hear that like in early on in the series, you hear people say like, "Well, bitches, just congratulations, we made it on the show." Because there was a sort of sense like, "Well, you know, uh, I'm on the show, so I've already made it." So I don't care. So like it yeah. was a sort of, but again, that was a more of a season nine problem. Mm-hmm. I don't. You didn't see it season ten, so I don't know if a lot of my suggestions mattered anymore because season ten, they fixed it. You didn't. You didn't see that pro- season ten. They wanted it. Maybe it was just like a casting problem. Season nine. I didn't. Know, I didn't know then if it was a trend or not. All right, Evan. Any other uh, uh, T rumors speculation? Yeah. So I, I was unable to find the Drag Race
1: recap. Uh, reddit but i will definitely look into that because i'd love to read some Here's of what you do ideas. go reddit.com
0: um, slash u slash drag race recap easy done so u slash drag race um but that
1: is it for i mean i have a few other names of it that people think that might be on but it's nothing special um okay here we are okay scrolling do you want to talk to the chat room while i look
0: All right, well, he's looking for that, everybody. You know, I wanted to make an announcement. Uh, We'll announce this right now while he does this. Uh, June 26th is the two-year anniversary of uh, a breakup that I had that was very emotional for me. And so I was planning just to be all up in my— which is so funny because I'm in a really good place with this relationship. But, like, I already had this planned in my head, so I'm going to follow through. I I, I wanted June 26th to be sort of a day where I'm sort of like— all up in my feelings, and it's going to be, I wouldn't even say it's a RuPaul radio, it's going to be Joe live here on Mixler on June 26th, for a couple of hours, probably in the middle of the day at some point, where I'm just going to play music, talk a little bit that was sort of important to that relationship, it's just something, it's its its more for me, I'm going to be honest with you, it's not really a show for you guys, and if there was a way that I could go on Mixler and that you guys all don't get an alert, I would probably do that. Uh, but there's no way for me to do that. So I'm going to have a little a little music show for music that was important to that relationship. It's really Joe doing some self-medication thing that I just like. I just like the idea of just sort of being present. Uh, it's going to be on my mind, so I just want to sort of explore that. And you guys are welcome to listen. You're welcome to join. You're welcome to be in the chat room. To listen. You're welcome to go in there and discuss fisting or whatever you want to discuss. If you just want to be with me on June 26th, more details to come. But it's going to be Joe up in his feelings a day that day. All right, Evan, your thoughts
1: post is not there.
0: There's no post about this. There's
1: posts, but it's um, it's not about I mean, what we just discussed. It's mostly all comments. The only post that is there is someone you discussing the rules of taping at one of the finales.
0: Oh, you know, I wonder. man, maybe if it was under another, it may be under a different, there. like, yeah.
1: entirely different, like, yeah, feed right. or
0: something. I'll look for it. I'll have it for the. We'll discuss yeah. it later.
1: Also, I'll be there for the emotions one because I'll probably cry too.
0: Why would you cry? I don't know because you made me cry with music last time. What's what music made you cry with last time? Fucking Malibu. Oh, did you cry? We talked about this. No, I know, I know when you were here, but you didn't cry when I was playing yeah. on the air. Sometimes I might get a little sad. Oh, all right. Well, Evan we have to get up now. Oh
1: wait, so yeah. But well, go ahead. um to end my end my little bit though, All Stars four is happening. Who word is not out yet whether or not it will be aired before or after season eleven, but mm-hmm. at some point after this break we will have a new season and we will be the first to bring anything to you when we know more.
0: All right, very good. Uh all right, well guys, uh that's gonna do it for this episode of mm-hmm. uh RuPaul's Drag Race Brewer Mill. American, American, American. My name is Joe Batance. Evan, what's your name?
1: My, my name is Evan Harris. <laughs> Alright,
0: we'll see you next week. My, my, my